Welcome back to episode 39 of the Block Runner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discuss today. First up, Matic goes parabolic. Next, Ethereum's Istanbul hard fork provides 3,000 transactions per second. Then we get into how Hex is not a Ponzi, it's worse. And finally, the Voice beta launches in February 2020. All right, let's listen in. AKA I man. Aloha <laughs> man, yours like Konichiwa. Oh yeah, we're supposed Come to do on, that. Right? Yeah. Do you have the I didn't I didn't I didn't prep you. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> that was your thing. Yeah. Well, what did we say last time? No, I think last time you said that you wanted to change an intro and I tried to. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm like You said well, I told you to say aloha. <clears throat> well, we don't have to do that. It just no. it feels like we're <laughs> becoming a little low energy at times. I'm just like, what's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? I just don't know how else to come in. Well, I'm in hot like the Kool-Aid, man. Low energy. I mean, freaking uh, Bitcoin low is low energy. Matic is high energy. Yeah. And why is Matic high energy, dude? He, 300% returns. Me. But why? I don't know. You don't know? I, I think it's adoption. I think, I don't know, maybe some big name talked about it. I have no idea. But it's like that's a significant move, man. Three hundred percent. Like what the fuck? Well, it's three hundred percent over the last three months. So let's not get too All crazy. Right, well, let's take a look. Let's take a look. Yeah. I mean, Matic. It seems like it's going down as like the favored layer two solution. This is for Ethereum network, right? This is yeah. This is for Bitcoin. Ethereum. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Which look at is, that fucking chart. Dude. I know, man. I know. So, what's crazy is, um, I, I guess at, at the end of the uh, the podcast, we'll run down a couple of the uh, news updates. Dude, that's not three months, man. That's like three weeks. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm that, saying the last time when oh, we okay. bought, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. three months ago. Yeah, but this ridiculous parabolic swing's been like. Yeah, I remember we purchased like right here. <laughs> like what was that? Literally in October. It was. It says October seventh. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, I don't know. You and I had like the same thought of going into Matic, like independently. Yeah, like we didn't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. We were just like, I don't know what happened, but we said, "Well, just because it's at a ridiculously yeah, low that's price, what it was. Com- you know, that's what it was. You yeah, just look at previous ratios and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's at a low it's, price. Yeah, it's pretty low. It's obviously like a very important technological solution in the space. So we're like, dude, why yeah. not? Yeah, you know. But unfortunately, you know, I had to get. Re- Remove my position because Binance kicked off U.S. customers. <laughs> I, I ended up ki- keeping it. And I just put it in my ledger. And so you're smart man. So you still have Matic right now? Yeah, yeah, I still do. Damn, son. <laughs> you're not going to sell those? Are you holding off for life or what? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, I, I'm holding everything that I have until <laughs> until like this next huge run-up just because you know, you, it's easier for me <laughs> just to keep it. You're just hodling until like 2022 or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that, that's one way to do it, dude. You don't want to play the swings, I see. Yeah, yeah. See, this is... Because <coughs> I have a lot of theories about other altcoins these days. Um, Do we want to record, like, the... We could do the news thing, like, independently, can't we? Like, yeah, I mean, like we we, it, we don't have to wait till the end if, if you don't want to. All right, whatever. We're already talking about Matic, so... Yeah. But yeah, I was thinking about this because I'm really getting into Nano and stuff. I'm like, <coughs> if you look at all these altcoin charts, it, they seem like... They're primed to like make moves very soon. 
But how was that? Is it possible for these altcoins to have like independent runs from Bitcoin? Like, and Matic, I guess, is a good look at that 433% while Bitcoin has literally done nothing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, how is it? How are they independent from Bitcoin? That's that's an interesting question. Well, they're independent. Uh, I mean, they have nothing to do with Bitcoin, but I wasn't, I was assuming like most of these alts would make like zero headway until Bitcoin did its thing. Well, know? we've had a couple of IEOs make some, some noise just a little bit. But that was because well, of its... Matic it, in particular, yeah. Yeah, it's... Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Matic and... Exactly. Uh, what were the but other ones? Matic, was that, a, was that an IEO? Mm-hmm. It was? Okay. Big one, too. Yeah, this was, Matic has, like, Coinbase backing, and, you know, it had a lot of hype building into it. I think it was, like, the highest performing IEO. I'm pretty oh, sure. okay. So All that right. was another reason factoring into why we wanted to get in low, right? Like, dude. Yeah. You know, we missed the IEO. Because we can't participate, so like get back in when the price is low. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm looking. We're looking at Nano uh, to BTC, and shit. Now is as good a time as any. Yeah, if you're looking for like good entry points, I mean, this price is like super low. I'm uh, I'm still not 100 percent like on the t- you know I'm just now starting to do research on this thing, but this is like a favorite cryptocurrency for a lot of people. It is like yeah. especially in like the Reddit community and stuff yeah, like that. Absolutely, which I often hate. That community. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes they're right, you know? And they might be right on this. So what are the fundamentals here? What what does a nano do? <coughs> well, I mean, everyone's looking for that next next big crypto, right? Uh everyone knows Bitcoin is slow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The transactions take too too long. Is this one competing with Bitcoin in terms yeah. of like it's a currency. Oh really? It's a yeah, it's but dude. Why? What do you mean why? Why, why, why? Why what? I thought we were like investing in like technical achievements. <laughs> well, it, if you look into the technical the differences between the two, they're not even like in the same realm. There's no like oh, well yeah, this is a a lattice, right, instead of a blockchain. Exactly. Something kind of like IOTA. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's right. They don't I guess they don't wait for these blocks to occur in order to for the whole network to validate these transactions. You explain that to me cuz yeah. you understand the technicals more than I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but <clears throat> I'm not exactly sure how the technology works, but <laughs> at the end of the day, this thing is instant. It's feeless. And that's it. When you were trying to send people. Sounds period, like period, EOS or EOS. No, well, apparently not, you know, because they're having issues with like network, uh, like yeah. RAM and stuff like oh, that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. CPU yeah. and RAM. Yeah. No, yeah. This so this is different. This is different. Okay. Because EOS is again, it's it's a blockchain. This well, yeah, EOS is supposed to be a a a delegated proof of stake. Delegated proof of stake, but it's like a it's a network that's supposed to be, uh, I guess, your your share of use of the network is determined by how many CPU tokens you have and how much RAM you have. Yeah. So in order to play one of their blockchain games, you have to have RAM. Mm-hmm. And once you have RAM staked in your wallet, then you can play the game. So, so Nano is completely different. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, we gotta look into it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like a hundred percent. Yeah, we'll break down Nano a little bit more than 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 we have here. We're just looking at the price. Yeah, this is what we're doing, man. Like, like I said, there's a lot of altcoins that look like they're primed to make a move, but yeah, will they? I mean, Matic obviously is. Matic gives zero fucks about what's going on, dude. <laughs> look at this thing. Yeah, I don't know the fundamentals behind this run, though. I mean, I haven't seen Manic pop up, like, in my feed. 
at all. In what way? I mean, in like nobody's news? talking about it. In, uh, yeah, yeah. In news, nobody, exactly. nothing. Yeah, we just know like it's it's like you said, adopted. It's becoming adopted. Yeah, by several projects, and <clears throat> I mean it's needed, man. Like like even in Decentraland, without Matic, how the fuck would anything function? Yeah, like, totally seriously. agree. Yeah, you would have to wait for like two confirmations in order to do anything in Decentraland. Yeah, and that's that's not gonna work. Yeah. See. Ethereum, what's today? What's today? I think Ethereum's uh, new update just, if it hasn't happened yet, it's got to be happening pretty soon. It's called Istanbul. Istanbul? Oh, yeah. Let me bring that up. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of... Uh, oh, the rundown? Yeah. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, it is. Yeah, see that? Oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Fuck the rundown. We'll do that another <laughs> time. But this is important because it's related to Matic. I mean, this is Ethereum's like very beginning yeah, figuring so out its scaling solutions. Ethereum's Istanbul update might support 200x more transactions per second. So yeah. we're we're going at from 15 transactions to 3,000 transactions per second. Yeah. From what I've read, it's mostly just has to do with like gas improving gas efficiencies, mm. which is good. Yeah. You know, it'll be cheaper to send uh, transactions to each other. Uh, and I don't think, like, the final version of this is going to happen until, like, quarter two or something like that, 2020. Yeah. So right now, this is, like, literally just they're stepping, they're barely, uh, what is that? Oh, the transaction chart? Yeah. So the transaction chart from 2015 all the way to 2019. So it just shows that it keeps yeah. it's going up. Pretty steady. Yeah. Did you see that Bitcoin thing? Like, somebody moves, like, Satoshi amount of bitcoins from like one yeah. wallet to another, like nine billion dollars worth, like a fuck ton. Yeah, yeah. What are your theories on that? Just an exchange or something? Yeah, just an exchange moving, moving. money. Yeah, it's like it was like an all time high or something like that. Yeah, and um, I mean nine million nine billion dollars sounds like a lot, but it's a hundred and forty billion dollar, you know, token. So yeah, nine billion is a lot, dude. I mean, it's like what less than ten percent, especially during times like this. Well, I mean, what the hell does anyone have to do? Like, it could have been that they moved nine billion dollars into like a hardware wallet. Yeah, cold storage. Yeah, but yeah, this is important. This is Ethereum. So, Ethereum's trying to figure out their scaling issues. You know, mm -hmm. and this is their first step. See, I wonder how this affects Matic. Because no this way. is, uh, I mean, three thousand transactions per second, and Matic is a is a a sidechain, yeah, right solution. Yeah, it's a good question. We're scaling up. Like if Ethereum figures out all its, uh, they have their own like sidechain proposals. I think in the future that they want to do. Yeah. So what do they do? They they just say, well, Maddox like its own independent thing, right? Yeah, it for has sure. No, Ethereum has no control over whether or not. Yeah. So I guess I guess you're right. So you're saying that Matic, you know, for those who want to use Matic can use yeah. Matic, but. And Ethereum's kind of incentive here is just to improve the network. Exactly. So it's independent from Matic. Yeah. Either way, like if you use Matic or Ethereum's eventual sidechain, you know, I think they all function pretty similarly. Right. So it's just which one do you want to use? Yeah, yeah. <coughs> well, either way, this is all important, dude, because literally everything we cover is, like, built on Ethereum. Yeah, it is. <laughs> DeFi, DCL, uh, Decentraland. Fucking... Uh, God, a lot of other things. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, man. And rightfully so. I mean, we haven't even talked about any of the adapts on EOS or, I mean, I we're not really going to talk about Tron just because it's trash. Damn, you're finally on my side on that? Well, <laughs> I, I think I've always been on your side on that one. It's just I wanted to see more and nothing's happening with that. With Whatever happened to that Warren Buffett dinner or lunch or whatever? Oh, have? shit. I don't know. I forgot about that. Let's, like, that just never happened, huh? Yeah, it just never happened. Jesus Christ. So we're going to look up Warren uh, Buffett dinner with, what's his face? Justin Sun. I don't think anything happened. Uh, $4.6 million. Good Lord. So I guess the last post here was September 26th that Justin Sun was to reschedule, and that was it. Never, it's probably never gonna happen. Yeah, Man, what a what a waste of like energy on whose behalf? On everybody's, like just talking about it, and even Justin Sun. I mean, he was like hyping it up too for like several weeks. Bro, that's what he is, man. He's like a, I mean, I guess you'd call him like a marketing guru. Do all I mean, we're always talking about him, not just us, like the community in general. It's not necessarily positive things. Everybody has like a negative opinion yeah, of him for sure. I mean, even if you're talking negative thing about something, it's. You're it's always good for that thing. Yeah. All, always all, good. all of a sudden, everyone's like, what's Tron? Yeah, you know? that's exactly. They start looking into it, and then a few suckers buy it here and there. It's like <laughs> exactly what happened with Hex. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about Hex, dude. Oh, man, what a what a train wreck that is. Well, in what like, way? I, I'm like, talking it, about how people actually invested in the thing. Yeah, it's, it's not a train wreck, dude. It's working. Well, it's, yeah, it was I mean, actually a successful launch, I think, yeah, from what I heard. It depends on how you look at it, but you're right. It, it's, it's working, but... Dude, come on, man! It's like an obvious red flag well, from yeah. miles away. There are tons of red flags. There's a reason why, like everyone's up this dude's ass. Richard Hart is his name, I think. Yeah, dude, he's got like hella flack. But there was a a live stream he did like yesterday with uh, with our boy Peter McCormick, <laughs> the guy yeah. we, you know, <laughs> our fucking uh, our our higher up. Yeah, you know I, mean? <laughs> I don't know what you want to call him, but dude, he went off on that guy. Yeah. You know, in not a good way. You know, we were talking about this last podcast. Like, dude, what if we he came on our podcast and we were like, let's have a rational debate and try and like see like well, how, how I scammy mean, this shit really looks. Yeah. So so let's talk about what happened. So Peter McCormick goes on to uh, I guess a YouTube video, a live stream with Richard, with Richard Hart. Hart. Yeah, he's had a live stream, and it was three hours long. I only watched about an hour of it. That's well. That's he ditched like at forty minutes. He pretty much bounced from the interview. Oh, really? You didn't see that part? No, I didn't see that part. What do you mean? That was like the best part. He's like, you oh. called him a cunt like 10 times. He's like, fuck off, mate. And then he like just hit oh, the escape shit. button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I so that was like 40 minutes in, right? That was like 40 minutes in. Okay. Well, I guess I didn't reach that far. Um. So anyway, so Peter McCormick goes on this live stream and they, they talk about Hex. And the whole time, Peter's just talking about how he's a scammer and it's not really breaking down like why he's a scammer. And Richard is, is taking more of like a, I guess what you want to call it, a civil approach on trying to break down as to why Hex is yeah. like the next big thing, better than Bitcoin, he said yeah, several essentially times. He, he, his, I don't, I don't know what you, his position, I guess, is that why can't he make these like radical claims that I can, get, not guarantee, but you, well, I guess guarantee. He's guaranteeing like 10,000 X returns or something. Yeah. And he's correlating it to Bitcoin yeah, because Bitcoin made like a twenty million x return or something. Or not yet, but he's projecting. If, if Bitcoin is to fulfill its design purpose, 
to supplant fiat currency, then yeah, it will be like a twenty million plus yeah return. I don't know, but it, so does it make sense like, to assume like, Satoshi actually built Bitcoin to like supplant fiat? I mean, I don't know. You read the white paper. You well, tell me, yeah, well, he's peer to peer cash, right? Yeah, I guess digital cash. I, I don't know. I mean, he does talk about fiat in the in the white paper, but yeah. it's not necessarily like to just take over the you know fiat world. Well, even gold. Let's just say even gold, if it just becomes a store of value, oh, yeah, and even that is still like huge. a probably like a five hundred x return or something. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. But his point is, why are people giving me shit for saying ten thousand x when I'm a better version of a Bitcoin? Right. And Bitcoin has like way surpassed ten thousand x to this point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind of using that as like, you know, on the surface that that if you told that to somebody, they'd probably you know eat that shit up. You know what I mean? And people <laughs> did eat that shit up. It's true. He already, I think, on the first day, he got like four million dollars locked in. Yeah, his, uh, into his wallet. Yeah, and so so Peter uh, Peter brought that up as like, you yeah. know, who owns the private key to that wallet that has four million worth of ETH? No, he said like straight up, it's you. But the he didn't yeah. want to admit it. Yeah, he's he like, I can't tell it. you that. Like that's again very, yeah, fucky like fuckery. It's kind of like he wants to live off like Satoshi's. Uh, like mystique, yeah. Like, like Which, without the mystique, like right. he, he wants to like create this like uh, mysterious unknown wallet where all the funds are going into. Yeah, and like, like acting like he doesn't know where the fuck it's going. You know, like of course he knows where it's going. Yeah, yeah, you know of course. I mean? Yeah, and I mean, what else happened in that conversation? Yeah, you're 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 right. He so Richard is trying to make it seem like he's trying to take the attributes of Bitcoin, the fact that it's 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 anonymous creator. Um, the fact that it's it's a currency that's that could supplant fiat and other you know, option uh, other fiat currencies <laughs> other than the U.S. dollar. It's yeah, and it seems like that's a sentiment like these Bitcoin maximalist types like really latch onto, is the whole mystique behind the creation yeah. of Bitcoin. Like they think any new cryptocurrency is automatically like a scam or a ripoff because there's like a there's a human at the helm, right? There's a person, an identical person who yeah. created it. Yeah. All of it, like, automatically that makes it look, like, tarnished. You know yeah. what I mean? In a decentralized manner, you know. You know, and I understand that, you know. You know, who who wants to trust people? Like, yeah. that's the whole point. That's the whole point of this whole experiment, right? We're supposed to get away from, like, trusting people in any way. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> yeah, and, and so, the, so the reason why Peter wasn't, you know, he didn't go down to the level of like trying to break down why this is a scam mm -hmm. just because to him, it was such an obvious scam that he only invested about five minutes of research before, <laughs> before even like, you know, kind of like how we did on our, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, we heard about it like way, just, way just, before, like, I don't know how, I think it's because we were doing research on, just on, on McAfee. McAfee. Yeah. And then we watched the, um, the, one of the interviews at, Richard uh -huh. Hat with him. Yeah. And uh, we just looked up Richard Hart and then we found Hex and then we yeah. looked at the website. It was like, whoa, dude, this is like a clear, <laughs> a clear scam. Yeah. Like it all the red it, flags. It checked a few boxes for <laughs> sure, like right away. And yeah. it's so, so, and Bitcoin didn't promise 300% returns. It, it didn't no. promise anything. Right. And so you go to the Hex.win website, but it promises did, all did, these things. If you did the math, you know, you would have figured out like, you know, what would happen in the future, you know. Well, yeah. If you did the math. Yeah. Like, if you thought about it, like, what, you know, do you look at the limited supply, the scarcity of it, and then you look at, you know, 
That's pretty much it. If you, yeah, I mean, and the only way to get bitcoins at the time was to mine bitcoin, right? Yeah. There was no exchange early in those early days. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I mean, so he, so Peter only invested like five minutes doing research, and and that's why he didn't have like a very intelligent discourse with with Richard Hart, which I understand. I don't think he wanted like any. Like discourse, at yeah, all. <laughs> yeah. He just wanted Which, to like smash him into the dirt. You totally, know? totally. I understand for sure. But it backfired, in my opinion. I think it did too, and it's more of like a teaching moment because you know there was that tweet where he was talking about the, you know, the conversation with Richard, and like so many people said, Peter did a bad job, and there was other comments saying that that's why I invested in Hex because it makes sense. It's like, dude, wait, what? This does is like, it makes sense. Does it make sense? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I think a lot of people expected, like, that's his role, man. He's got, like, one of the most successful podcasts in the space, you know. Yeah, yeah. People were expecting him to go on there and, like, and actually. At least break it down. At least attempt to try and, like, you know, yeah. uncover some sketchy shit, you know. Yeah. If he claims to be, he's, I mean, he's a journalist in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it defines a true journalist, but he claims to be, like, Just you know. Follow the code, basically. What's the code? The Just code <laughs> is to have, like, uh, intelligent discourse, like. Uh, it's Break things down. Yeah, I guess. So what does that mean? Are we journalists? I I don't no, know. I don't think I don't so. Think so. I, don't I don't think, think of so. myself as one. But he thinks of himself. And I think he had a career in journalism before he started podcasting. Right, so. right. So he's got this, you know, image he, of like, you know. But he didn't yeah. perform. <laughs> so it left a lot of people like, what the fuck, dude? Like, this Yeah, is and, and to I me, I, I think this is, this is a good real-time teaching moment for everybody to understand and pinpoint like what what is a scam and any a scam is 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 a coin that promises like x amount of returns like any coin that promises any return is is a red flag and if you go to the hex website that's what it promises you you invest you trade your bitcoin for this hex coin or ethereum for this hex coin and you're promised you know 1% to 369% mm-hmm. And, I mean, I guess he designed it in a way to be, like, sort of like a, a CD, but I, I don't understand why you would trust that. So. I mean, there's just not much going on right now. People are looking for ways, you know, make some money. Yeah, I, I, I can I, mean? I can see that. And he's a notable figure, man. He's been He's, like, a popular guy. A lot of people like him, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, he's just playing on his, his you know, it's almost like a it's like a famous YouTuber like shilling it's like shilling merch to their audience in a way you know same concept. See, but the difference is that merch doesn't doesn't have the potential returns <coughs> on investment. Oh yeah, I understand. But right. my my point being like he's just trying to uh, capitalize on the, on the his viewership or something that he's obtained over the years. You know. Yeah. <coughs> and so he talked about he also brought up the SEC and how. Um, it, this, the hex coin, uh, doesn't pass the Howey test, which is, uh, so let me look it up. Howey test is a test in the, uh, for the SEC to determine whether something is like a security. Oh, okay. And so Howey test, let's look up the definition of this. Okay. So the Howey test is a test created by the Supreme court for determining whether certain transactions qualify as investment contracts. If so, then, under the Securities Act of 1933 and the Securities Exchange Act of 1934, those transactions are considered securities. So, um, if it does pass 
the test, then it is a security. Yeah. And so Richard Hart is claiming that it doesn't pass the security test and therefore it is not a security and therefore it doesn't have to be registered and and <sighs> therefore there's no chance for him to go to jail. That's his claim according to that conversation with Peter. I mean, we've already, like, he's not going to jail, I don't think. Oh, my maybe. I don't know. It depends. <laughs> Shit. Uh, the people uh, have me, gone to jail. So. On the website, is it promises returns. Yeah. And those oh. who don't get returns, basically the guys left with, you know, holding the bag, they, they could potentially sue, and this guy could go to jail. It's true. Yeah. Like, I guess the difference between this and something like EOS's unregistered ICO is, is just... I guess uh, EOS never proposed like a guarantee. Correct. They they didn't. No, it was just you know they just didn't file some paperwork. That's about it. And that's probably why they barely got a slap on the wrist. Yeah, they got like a twenty four million dollar fine or something for a four billion dollar ICO. And then we go back to Bitconnect, and I haven't done that much research on OneCoin, but Bitconnect apparently OneCoin was like a yeah, it's a huge yeah, it's a huge Ponzi scheme. Apparently, there's like a documentary out there or something about it, like how. Didn't, you know, it fucked over a lot of people's personal lives, which, of course, that's what they're designed to do. Well, yeah. You know? But the same thing goes with BitConnect, right? Yeah, and potentially this thing. And, and the point of bringing that up is because I didn't see anybody go to jail, for BitConnect at least. I mean, weren't they going after, like, a bunch of uh, YouTube personalities? Yeah. I don't think anybody went to jail. No, though. nobody went to jail. Yeah. Now, why? Ah, shit, I don't know. Maybe it was, like, it still, at the time, was, like, the Wild West, and yeah. uh, I guess... It's like the, no regulation. Yeah, and... I guess they were just like learning about the the space too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah. Let's look. Let's let's get this one coin out of the way. Let's take a look at this. Four right. billion dollar Ponzi, dude. That's pretty intense. How have I? How have we not heard about this? What, what year did this go down? Um, twenty fifteen. Okay, this is like a year or so before I got in. So. So OneCoin is a Ponzi scheme promoted as a crypto coin with a private blockchain by offshore companies in Dubai. Uh, both founded by this guy named Ruja in concert with Sebastian. OneCoin is considered a Ponzi scheme due to its organizational structure and because of the previous involvement of many of those central to OneCoin in similar schemes. So I guess these guys had a history of performing Ponzi schemes in previous lives. Uh, so U.S. prosecutors have alleged to uh, the scheme brought in approximately four billion worldwide. In China, law enforcement recovered 1.7 billion yuan, while p- prosecuting 98 people. So I guess they got some people. Yeah, and look at that—90 years of prison. Well, that's the maximum sentence. So I don't know. Maybe the case isn't done yet. It's pretty recent, so probably not. Well, it's the total maximum sentence for the charges: 90 years in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't said anybody's actually been sentenced yet. So he just, he just pleaded guilty like last month, November of 2019. Jesus, dude, this is gonna be oh a, shit. That's one fucking. That's a long ass like. So well, you dude, can the scam legal people. process is a motherfucker. Dude. Yeah, it, it takes is. many, many, many years for things to actually happen. Yeah. You know? I wonder if they're in jail that at that time. That's a good question. Probably not. They're probably on bail. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because yeah, they got all those got millions all anyways. Money, dude. Yeah. <laughs> On bail, and they're hiring like the toppest of lawyers right now. Yeah, so let's go through the concept. So, according to OneCoin, its main business is selling educational material for trading. <coughs> Members are able to buy educational packages ranging from 100 euros to 118,000 euros. 
or according to one entry blog, 225,000 euros. Each package includes tokens, which can be assigned to mine one coins. One coin is said to be mined by servers at two sites in Bulgaria and one in Hong Kong. Each level, except six and seven, or package, give new educational material, which is plagiarized from several sources. However, in a typical OneCoin recruiting meeting, recruiters mainly talk about investing in cryptocurrency and the educational material is barely mentioned. So, so this is like a um, multi-level marketing scheme where you're selling a product at the face value, but once you get into this like scheme, you're not really selling the product. You're selling, I guess, people to purchase hordes of this product to then resell. Kind of like, uh, what's that shit called? Yeah, what's that? Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking that, that about. That powder? Right? Yeah. God damn or it. Or like anything. I mean. Let me look up MLMs. That shit will pop up. Oh, God. What is it called? Uh, Herbalife. Herbalife, yeah. And Mary Kay, all that stuff. <coughs> so basically... They they create a network of like people to distribute and sell these products, but the reason why it's a scam is because the product itself is like horseshit or what? I guess I guess. <laughs> well, I, the the so the product itself is so the way that everybody earns money is if you get others to mm, go and sell. That's right. That's like the more people you have under you, the more you make. Right? Because if you have a product and you sell it, you sell it for a profit, then yeah, you're you're gonna get profit. You're gonna have a margin. But right. that's not where the majority of the cash is. The majority of the cash is getting a whole new person to join this scheme and have that person sell to other people. So, like, the money really is just in, like, the people paying, like, membership fees, like, up the ladder, up the chain, pretty much. Well, that's that's part of it. But right. the other part is, like, if you sell, if I sell, if you become one of my, like, understudies, if you will. Yeah. And you start making those sales. Yeah. Every sale that you make, a little bit goes to me. You don't have to like kick me like a certain amount every month, like no matter what. No, no you way. have to keep keep on purchasing product from me. Yeah, exactly. And and once you sell those product, then oh, you yeah. know I, I keep getting that kickback. Well, you might not even sell the product. Yeah, you might not. But you like but you my st- job is to get more people like you to yeah. go and sell. Yeah, but you, like okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, so so let me give you the exact definition of multi level marketing. So it's also called a pyramid selling. Network marketing and referral marketing <laughs> is a marketing strategy for the sale of products or services where the revenue of the MLM companies derive from a non-salary workforce selling the company's product and services while the earnings of the participants. Uh, let's see here. While the earnings of the participants are derived from a pyramid-shaped or binary compensation commission system. <coughs> So MLM is is kind of like a prettier way of saying a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what MLM is. Yeah. And this is legal, by the way. This is very legal. And Herbalife has been around for like 30 years mm-hmm. and nothing has happened to them. No. Even though like a lot of the people that, that have worked for Herbalife have like lost their houses and like because they believed in this stuff, right? Jesus. And they just couldn't sell it. <coughs> so, so then what's the illegal part? Uh, Well, 
It's it well. It's technically not illegal. Uh, it's it just feels dirty, right? If you if you have some morals, like it feels dirty to kind of recruit people to sell this stuff. Uh huh. Because you know that it's it doesn't really like it's not a very good product. Here, go to go to that legality and legitimacy. Six mistakes right there. So, uh, in the United States, MLM business operate in all fifty United U.S. states. Businesses may use terms such as affiliate marketing or home-based business franchising. Many pyramid schemes attempt to present themselves as legitimate MLM businesses. Some sources say that all MLMs are essentially pyramid schemes, even Mm -hmm. if they're legal. So the um, U.S. Federal Trade Commission steer clear. So this is their quote, steer clear multilateral marketing plans that pay commissions for recruiting new distributors. They're actually illegal pyramid schemes. Why is pyramiding dangerous? Mm -hmm. Because plans that pay commissions for recruiting new distributors inevitably collapse when no new distributors can be recruited. So that's that's the nail in the coffin right there, that that last sentence. That's why this is important, I guess, for regulations to step in. They can't just let this shit go down. Because it fucks over too many people. Like once the scheme is out, you know, once 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 the jig is up. Or the what the jig the, the gig the gig uh, whatever the fuck the gig's up, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it, a lot of people get fucked over, and yeah, that and, can and have like some serious ramifications. The know? last part here says, and when a plan collapses, most people, except perhaps those at the very top of the pyramid, oh yeah, end up empty-handed. Exactly. So you're right. I mean, after a certain amount of time, I, I don't know. Maybe herbal life has, you know, walked the the fine line between like actual useful product. And a on a serious pyramid scheme, yeah, and and so perhaps people continue to buy Herbalife because they they have some some benefit to the, to the actual product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why they say same thing with continue like their business. Mary Kay, you know, they they they're selling a product, you know, and it's a brand in itself. Yeah. So they keep it going, you know. But yeah, see, this is so MLMs and pyramid schemes are not the same thing. A pyramid scheme is is the illegal part. Is yeah. That's when but, you knowingly know that this product is shit, but yeah. you know you convince the distributor that it's awesome, and they buy your mm-hmm. like your wholesale. Gotcha. So is hex a pyramid scheme? Is that the question? Well, it's it's Are not they, it's not a pyramid scheme unless uh, I, I guess there's some kind of recruiting mechanism. There's like a referral bonus, like a ten percent referral. But I mean, it depends. It a, just depends. a lot of things have that. Well, yeah, Coinbase has that, but it's like yeah. if you get somebody in, you get ten bucks, and that's it. Yeah. But then there's other exchanges where if you get somebody in, you always get like ten percent of all their transactions. Yeah, like I think KuCoin. I don't know if they still do that, but they used to do that. You recruit your buddy in, and you get like a little kickback of their for every trading. single yeah. every single trade. It's pretty. It was pretty intense, man. But yeah, yeah. they could do that, like in Hong Kong. <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. No one gives a fuck. They get away with some crazy shit, man. So does Binance and, you know, all this stuff. Yeah, you got to be careful, man. You, you have to, like, know your your legal stature and your country yeah. and not perpetuate this stuff because they could go after you if they wanted to. Yeah. And that's what happened with BitConnect and a lot of the YouTubers. Because remember at that time in 2017 where sh- shit was popping, like, nothing, all the ads on YouTube were BitConnect. I I saw a bunch. All of the ads were BitConnect. When I was like a complete noob, I I contemplated getting into that yeah. shit too. I, I wasn't aware. I mean, I knew of pyramid schemes and stuff, but I wasn't like. Yeah, I remember looking at it and like 
just doing like normal research on it and I automatically knew that this was like fucking scam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I could just like you could feel it. Oh yeah, feel I could it. feel it, man. <laughs> feel like you know, plan. as soon as you see their website, it's like hundred well, percent returns and all this yeah. shit. It's like no. Well, that's what we're Good. feeling from Hex too, man. Oh just yeah, like and like he's shamelessly like promoting it that way, like almost like no fear. Yeah, you know. See, this guy Richard, he's got enough resources to go and talk to a lawyer, and I'm sure he's he's writing that that fine line of like pure, obvious, illegal scam with like something else. Yeah, he's got he 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 mentioned that during that, you know, discussion. Like he in his mind, he's. He has that, uh, he's got something in that formula of the hex token that makes it not seem like a, you know, a blatant scam. I don't know. See, that that doesn't make any sense to me. It would have been nice if, if Cormac, like, broke that down for me. <laughs> what <he did> it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wish I knew more after watching. Dude, I watched that, like, three times, dude. It was you so did? hilarious, dude. I fucking, dude, let's watch a little bit of it. Let's just okay. watch the part where he rage quits. All right, all right. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> Just so, like, if y'all have been listening Rage to quits. us. <laughs> That's what he did, dude. He just fucking deuced. That way people get an idea of, like, how, like, heated he got. Okay. All right. Coming up. There it is. It's, like, around 38 minutes. Let's go to there. Let's go to, like, 38 dude, minutes. You, you know the, the time I told you. I watched dude. it, like, four <laughs> times, dude, three times. I was, like, I was into this. It was good. It was good entertainment. That's right. Okay, never mind. I guess it was before. He's not there anymore. Oh, okay. He's not there. And I go to 35. He's still there. 35. Oh, wait. What? It's 32. Okay, go to like 31. Yeah. Parts created better than Bitcoin on Ethereum. They'll go, and then they see loads of people call you a scammer. Hopefully, they'll do enough research. Probably, though, you're going to get away with it. You've got your 4 million ETH so far, whatever other bullshit you'll get through it. Although, perhaps maybe some of that's just you just pumping it just to make it look popular. Why don't you do chain analysis and look that the Ethereum's never moved? Because every minute is a waste of my time with you. I think it's a real shame. I think you're a good dude. So so let's try this. Why don't you talk about anything you want to talk about, and I'll just give you a platform. No, I'm going to go to bed, but what I'm going to do is uh, just hope everyone <laughs> right. like goes and speaks to somebody, uh, researches somebody, understands this. Uh, yes, please. Like, goes to hexisascam.com or yes. anywhere else that explains it as a yeah. scam. You've misspelled it. Block- it's hexscam.com without the is. Oh, okay. I am it's also block a you referral now. website that you don't realize and you're promoting the project without understanding okay. it because you're bad. I, okay. That's an <laughs> Because you're, you're just bad at journalism. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not bad at journalism. I was you like, just you st- just shilled a referral link to my project out of your mouth is what you just did because you're not smart even... enough to realize. Oh, he bought that. He bought that domain, right? Refer to Sounds hex, like it. Yeah. But you're too stupid to understand that because you don't do good research. Deal. You do terrible Dude, research. I, Whoa, I've done no couch. research for this. I even, of course, I've done no research. Why am I going to waste any fucking time on your scam? I was laying on this couch. You messaged me. I said, like, <laughs> yeah, I'll go on. I'll call you a scammer, and I'm going to go. I'm not going to sit there and do any fucking research, oh, spend any Lord. time on this, because right. it's definitely a scam. You're a scammer. You're uh-huh. ripping people off. Honestly, mm. mate. See, you, let, you, let, I, me, I think let me pause right here. Go ahead. <clears throat> so, <laughs> hey, I, I'm trying to, like, formulate my thoughts here. Yeah. It's like... 
What would it, what would Will do, dude? <laughs> WWWD. <laughs> <laughs> like if you were in this in this fucking conversation, man. Like how would you handle this? First of all, well, what I would do is like, how hard would it be to have a conversation with the dude sitting in a throne, though? Like, well, like, yeah, that's it'd be fucking it'd be ridiculous. Tough, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like to take him seriously, but he's actually a smart guy, and he sounds like pretty well. The the, the thing is, it's like yeah, I mean, you know, Richard's smart. He's yeah. he wouldn't. I, it doesn't seem like he would just obviously promote a scam. Yeah, like, like who the fuck? Like, the ramifications of that. Yeah, it's pretty high. Well, unless he has, like, this fucking... The like, he's on an island. exit plan. Yeah, like, yeah. Was, he already knows, like, what island he's going to, you know? Like, yeah, I mean... It, like, he's, like, he's planning. He's just like, I'm going to rack in, like, 20, 30 million here, and I'm just going to chunk deuce and just live on an island. And and part of this is, like, I'm sure he's consulted, like, several lawyers on, like, how do I build this coin and 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 not be yeah. an illegal scam? Yeah. And so he's he's right in that fine line. But I'm trying to understand, like, if, if it were me, I would I would first outline, like, what is a scam? First thing is promising returns. Right there, there's there's nothing that's legitimate that promises any return on mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Like Bitcoin didn't promise anything, Ethereum didn't promise anything. Like there's all these legitimate projects. They're not, they don't promise anything because they they can't promise anything because it's illegal. What about things like Compound and stuff? Well, Compound is is interest based, so it, and it's, and it works off of loans. So if nobody gets loans, then you don't get any interest. And so that's like, how the fuck does this shit? Like, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, I understand. So I understand that the loaning part. Yeah. Like, so, where so that this, interest comes from. See, that's know? the thing. Like, maybe he's loaning out some of this this cash, and he's like just making a hundred percent, like, returns on the loan. Oh, I see. So I don't know. Yeah, because he's claiming these like ridiculous. Like, I don't, how do you claim your return? Is what I'm wondering. Well, the thing is, so here's how he does it. Yeah. So if you trade in a th- in one ETH for like ten thousand hex coins. Yes. That hex coin, once it goes, let's say that ETH right now costs 150 bucks. Yeah. So it costs you 150 to get ten thousand hex. Yes. If that hex goes to one dollar, just because people think hex is valuable. You got you made ten thousand dollars off of one hundred and fifty bucks. Okay, so he just he just created another speculative yeah. tool yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And in order to purchase or to get your hands on this speculative tool, you have to yeah. like stakes. It's kind of like an ICO in a way. It's yeah, like, it's it's like a year long ICO in a way. Well, see, and here's I'm the not sure th- how he distributes these hex tokens, but yeah. And the the other thing I don't understand is like you have to claim hex coins by. Uh, by how many BTC you have, so I I don't know I don't know what you have to do to claim these hex coins, but I know it involves Bitcoin, and you don't have, like you don't have to lock them anywhere. Well, that's the thing. Like I know he's got a you know four million dollars worth of Ethereum locked up. Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming people have actually sent this guy four million dollars worth of ETH. Yeah. As like a to deposit their ETH or yeah. something. Right. Right. See, yeah, there's there's something there that's not right for sure. Yeah, and now I'm looking at the comments on the right. Is like Peter helped Hex big time. It's like I understand Peter's position. It's like it doesn't make sense to spend a lot of time researching a, a scam. But what my position is, when you're presented with an actual scam, it's a teaching moment for everybody because in real time, like I even questioned Bitcoin being, I mean Bitcoin, BitConnect being a scam. Like remember in 2017, like so many people were in BitConnect. Mm-hmm. Like 
everybody on Twitter was on BitConnect. Yeah. And like you have that kernel of doubts like, was well, this fucking legit or what is this? <laughs> it was amazing actually because it's almost like the whole community knew it, it was a scam, but it was still thriving. Yeah. It was, it was a top 10 coin at one point. Exactly. So exactly. That's probably what's going to end up happening here. And I think a lot of people are probably aware of that. And they're like, hop, they want to ride that train, you know? Yeah, I guess. It, who knows, dude? Maybe, maybe, maybe those yeah. people understand that Hex is a scam, but. If they, they know if they get in early, they're going to capitalize on the scam. They just exit. Yeah, man. You might be right. Some of these people, like, it's it's like the dumbest thing you could do, but they, the people who got in early, I guess at the top of the Ponzi, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Hex goes to $1. I was like, dude, that's a, go, that's a good price. <laughs> and, then, and then they go in, and then it goes to $2, and then the, the people early on just exit at 2 bucks and, oh, like, yeah, dumped their bags made, sure. you know, the 2 million percent they keep talking about. Or ten thousand percent, whatever. Yeah, 10, whatever. Thousand X, ten thousand. He says ten thousand X. Yeah, but I don't know, man. It's 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 I don't know. See, but that's those, that's like, the thing that I'm struggling with. It's like Richard. It doesn't seem like he would just like outright obvious scam people. Like it, it seems very odd. We don't and, really and know so, him that so, well. I mean, I, no, I've no. Seen, I've seen like two or three of his videos. <laughs> 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 but, you know, I think I got enough information about the guy. I kind of understand him. What I'm know? thinking is like he's actually convinced himself like through lawyers, through like consultants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like everybody's telling us like this is technically not a scam, but it's it's on the line of being scammy. And so yeah. he's like put his face on it. And that's yeah. that's why it seems so like iffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, if you figured it out, dude, more power to him. Fuck. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean not, I mean, legally, you yeah, know, legally he's playing the game. Yeah. Right? He's he's just playing the game, trying to earn money. Like, but that's, yeah. every, that's what everybody was trying to do. And I guess that's kind of like also what he says here is like, yeah, yeah, this will most likely end up hurting a lot of people, but cryptocurrencies in general end up hurting a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he like mentioned... A lot of people got burned on, on Bitcoin. Yeah, 20K Bitcoin, well, yeah. People are getting burned every day on these cryptos, man. And yeah. Uh, yeah, they say this, and I think we, we've said this many times in our podcast, you like, we don't endorse trading either. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> personally, I have some horrible experiences <laughs> with it. Yeah. I had over 4,000 trades in 2017, dude. Like, I... Yeah, what, what's that? The average? <laughs> it's like I, I, 10 a day? I don't know. It yeah, was a ridiculous shit. amount of trading, dude. Ten, that's 10 a day on average. It was a ridiculous amount of trading. But it worked in 2017 because we were in a bull market, you know. That's, yeah, that's everyone look, trades, Everyone dude. looks like a genius in 2017 <laughs> when they're trading. Well, for sure, yeah. But people are trying to trade now and, like, call these tops and these swings and stuff. Dude, you're just asking to get wrecked. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So the best strategy is just, you know, do the research, find the fundamental, you know, value of these crypto tokens, you know, find a good entry point. Like, right now... Almost everything is like a good time. You know, oh, Bitcoin, for sure. Ethereum. Yeah. If you find an altcoin that you really believe in, yeah, you know, start averaging in. I feel like, yeah, yeah, these are good times. Just you know, not many people. There's no retail attention to this at all. This is the time we need to start buying. Uh, I shouldn't say that. But yeah, <laughs> whatever. I mean, like, <laughs> if you're going to go into crypto, there's never a better time than right now. It's just because. Yeah. We're looking at like historic lows, uh, you know, for the past couple of years. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, it could still go lower, but you know, you're you're making your bets right now. Exactly. But when it comes to like you know these scams, like you want to stay away from them because you don't know when the bottom falls out. Like hex is like at the very beginning, and so it might seem like a good time, but 
I don't know. I don't know. It's just it takes too much brain effort to like stay on top of these scams. Yeah, it's not the right way to go about like fiddling around in this market. But if you got the balls to do it, more power to you, dude. Yeah. Like I said, if you want to ride that like crazy train, <laughs> however long it goes, you know. I'm not gonna tell you not to do it, but yeah, I wouldn't, and I and I, I won't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. One hundred percent won't. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. Man. I mean, like I'm tempted just because of like I'm thinking like I I have a feeling it's gonna do like a BitConnect run, like like so. And so I, I see what you're saying. Bingo, I think yeah. like from a scientific standpoint, like you just want to like test the waters, just to see yeah. what it looks like, just so that you know, like just to confirm your suspicion that it's a scam. Because I know how fickle this, you know. This market is, man. Like, people will buy into any kind of hype, you know? And this has, like, all the recipes for hype, dude. Like, a token like this, there's already, like, drama surrounding it and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and, and the more negative shit that you talk, the more attraction it gets. Yeah, look at Tron. Yeah. Justin's son. Sh- there's a lot of shit talking, dude. And that's, like, the least credible man on the planet. And he, you know, created a billion-dollar entity at one point. See, d- damn, like, how is this even possible, dude? What? Like, like creating, like, these, like, multi-billion dollar scams. So now you're calling everything a scam. No, I'm just <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, like, how, how is it possible, like... I mean, in a way, you can call, like, uh, yeah, man, because nothing at this point has been delivered at this point. Yeah, for the most part, yeah. But, I mean, we do have some deliveries. I mean, Bitcoin is delivering. Right, Ethereum is delivering more than, like... There's a lot of engine is delivering. Engine just made a partnership yeah. with, with uh, Microsoft. They were releasing some type chain of chain link. Yeah, chain link is delivering. Dude. So there are some. There's some good things out there. And like I said, if you if you do your research now, is a good time to like pick one of these like gems in the rough yeah. and like set a position, you know, and just wait. Yeah, that's just that's patient. the hard part for for people is waiting. Yeah, like me, I was tempting you to trade your Matic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah, I don't know, man. Fuck, I would be I would be very tempted though after a four hundred percent run up. Oh yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's only gonna go down from here. But to me, like it it doesn't okay. really matter. Yeah, if you're looking at it from a long term perspective, who gives a fuck, right? Yeah, let me see this. Oh, it's going down. You should have yeah. pulled out, dude. You <laughs> fucked up, dude. I told you. Shit, it only went down like. Nah, dude, watch this. Dude, be, by the end of this, it's going to be like the fattest red candle, dude. <laughs> <laughs> watch, you'll see. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, right? Look how parabolic that is. It's like kind of nuts, actually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, let's finish the rest of that McCormick guy. It's, right, good, it's go. good entertainment. Utterly pathetic that what you're doing to people, but go ahead. I am going to block you now. Okay. Hopefully you'll disappear into the ether of my life. I All hope right. you get arrested. I hope you end up in jail. <laughs> I hope you get fucked fuck by some people. Honestly, genuinely, I hope horrible things happen to you. Oh, my God. And yeah, just really, just go fuck yourself. All right. Damn. Well, guys. Fuck uh, off, mate. I did my best. <laughs> I tried. That's how I should have ended I, uh, it. I really A-plus tried. I did not expect that. Peter's a journalist. He uh, does interviews. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. I, I didn't expect that either. Dude, that was a shit show, man. Like, that was awful. It was... And we... The rest of the thirty minutes of that conversation was no better than that. It was yeah, literally just exactly. that. They were just shitting, or he, Peter was just shitting on this dude. Yeah. And this dude's like, uh, "Can I, can I, like, at least try to look, you know, make yeah. this, you know, make my point?" And he's like, "No, fuck you, mate." You know. See, I know this makes Richard look like the reasonable person, right? When he's like, when <laughs> when it's a clear scam. There you go. 
God damn it. See, now everyone's like, let's, like, Hex. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, fuck this Peter guy. Yeah. Everyone's (laughs) siding with this dude now, dude. This guy's like a genius in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A mastermind. And, and, I mean, the fact that he brought Peter McCormick on in the first place, like. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a genius scam move. You think think about it, yeah. Why? Because you're like, you're like. You're like trying to debate, like. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're trying to like prove that this is not a scam, so you bring like the biggest detractor on, and like and then your detractor is just sounds like nonsense. Oh, yeah. Well, what if you brought on Andreas? <laughs> well, Andreas probably, I bet Andreas would probably take l- less than five minutes to do research on it, and he probably I wouldn't say he would act the same way as Peter did. No, but I he wouldn't even so. like. It's like yeah, that's an obvious scam. I'm not gonna even waste my time on it yeah you think like that's how they, they all feel like they don't want to give this guy like more attention it's not that it's just that it's not worth their time why not I like you know. said like don't you feel that there's kind of like a, but a, the a vigilante is, like responsibility for these like higher ups like they have a lot of influence you know no, i see what you're saying but people are gonna are gonna do what they want to do anyways like even if it's like considered a scam by by the higher ups People are still going to put money into it. <clears throat> Some people, yeah. But I don't know. It depends on, like, how much they really cared about other humans. I, I <laughs> you think, know what I mean? Well, if it'd be like, I, but the I can spend is, 30 minutes with a guy and the, maybe, like, save one person's, like, financial life. Right, but you if, know what I mean? if you compare the care of humans to the care of money, the care of money is much higher. So if you dwindle, oh. if you, like, if you show, like, that little nugget of hope that you're going to get, like, a 10,000x return... People will make the bet every single time. Mm. Yeah, but what? But how does? So so wasting you're time. You're just on saying it. it's like it's it's, it's yeah. inevitable. Yeah, like these scams have have gone on for like forever, dude. Yeah, they're not going away. It's just it seems weird that Richard is like putting his face on on you know in front of it. It's like this is my coin, and like you go to the website, it's like an an obvious scam. Yeah, man. Like I said, fuck the world. (laughs) I don't know know what else to say about that, dude. I just, I thought that interview was like really silly. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, watch it for your entertainment, but you're not going to get anything from it. Dude, he's like another two hours after this. I I didn't watch that, but I'm pretty sure it's him just sitting there like reflecting on what the fuck just happened. Can we try to learn something from this conversation? Peter's like, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, you read the comments, and Peter is is getting a lot of flack, but I don't think he gives a fuck, dude. Like, he's he's chilling. We'll yeah. see what kind of damage this does to his reputation. Probably not much at all. Nah, it won't do anything. Yeah. He just had a little crack in his, you know, demeanor, I guess. Because he comes off as like this, you know. I, I just don't understand of go- going on to this, like, this live stream. And not having any, not, not gaining any value from it. You just like didn't really say anything. Well, I th- like, I think like I the think whole thing was a waste of time. Just calling him a scammer is not really going to help. Well, I think in Peter's mind, like he thought he was going to come out like looking like this, like he's the yeah. But he didn't say anything besides like you're a scammer. I hope you go to jail and you're sure. scamming everybody. It's like that's not. There's no information there. Yeah. Right. You know what I, I correlate this to is like the uh, the Joe Rogan versus Carlos Mencia. I don't know if you've ever seen that. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, I've seen where that. Where he gets on stage where Carlos is performing, yeah. and then he just legit calls yeah, him out for jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you just stole that joke. Yeah, but he, like, chews, the, he, like, talks shit you know, like, into his face, yeah. like, on stage. And for well, Joe Rogan, he totally ended that guy's career. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos well, Joe Rogan knows a lot about jokes. I mean, he's, yeah. like, he knows about it. Yeah. And so when he sees, like, somebody stealing jokes, like, he'll, he's got a right to go up there and, like, talk shit. Well, th- I, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think this Peter McCormick, I think he had that same, like, Well, the thing instinct. is, it's, yeah, the same instinct, but, like, you got to you gotta know what, what, what the scam is. Yeah, well, no, like, Rogan actually provided some evidence exactly. of the joke thievery. Exactly. You know, he's like, how about this joke? And then he brought on another comedian yeah, yeah, yeah. on stage. He's like, oh, it's like, the comedian's like, you totally stole my jokes, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> He didn't do any of that. Right. He just just relied on like just shit talking the whole time. Yeah, I mean, you could have brought up like a BitConnect, you know, um, <sighs> something, man. You like gotta, some you... analogy with BitConnect. Like BitConnect did this, you're doing this. How are you any different than them? Anything, anything, literally anything. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It. it's it's it was it was just odd, man. I didn't expect it at all. <laughs> yeah, let's stop talking about these bucks. Yeah, <laughs> but it was interesting though. Yeah, a little entertainment during this bear phase. <laughs> we always <laughs> need some of that, dude, for sure. But there's a lot going on, actually. There's a lot of news. I mean, yeah. Let's do the rundown. All right, rundown, rundown. rundown. So first up here, let me copy this. Yeah, we want to incorporate like more new shit weekly. Since it's like a weekly podcast, we might as well have like a weekly roundup of uh, what would you call it? It's just what's going on in the space. See, here we go. Introducing Azure Heroes. A new and fun way to earn digital collectibles for meaningful impact in the technical community. So essentially, I think this is just uh, Microsoft. They're using the engine token and platform to, uh, you know, register their digital creations on the blockchain, you know, which is, I guess, pretty cool. (laughs) What do you think of that? So Microsoft and Engine, that's what you were talking about earlier, the have engine. collaborated in a local pilot to create a blockchain-based recognition program. The Azure Heroes badgers were created in a number of original and unique designs which have been tokenized into a digital asset on the Ethereum blockchain. Here are yeah. some key, key things to know. So each season, our badgers will be minted in verifiably limited quantities and recorded on the public blockchain. That's nice. You create scarcity. That's good. Right. We'll continue to issue badges, badgers to the community for various achievements <laughs> until supplies are depleted. Okay. Blockchain technology is being used for issuance and transactions, which means that a as a tra- as a recipient of a tokenized badger, you take ownership of a digital collectible in the form of a non-fungible token. Some badgers are more difficult to earn than others and have a verifiably fixed supply, which you can see for yourself on the ledger. Because each badger is scarce and its own transaction hash and not simply a copyable image stored on a central server, they require a blockchain wallet to safely store them. I mean, what are they what are they doing here? Who? I mean, so you get this badger and like it's rare. You can say the same thing about any other NFT in this space. <laughs> like <laughs> Well it's just it's you, an NFT. Well some NFTs the, you the can news here use, but but yeah, the news no, here. You I can't. guess. What do you mean? Like uh, maybe in yeah. a card game or the something. Card game, the card game. But the the purpose of these NFTs is just is it's like to a, create like artificial value in a way. It's not artificial. It's like a badge. It's real it's like value. A, it's like a real. You know, yeah, you it's, get badges. An, it's an incentive. 
you know. Yeah. Well, badges for what? What do you do? Like badges for like a, an achievement in a video game. <sighs> but what's what's the video game? Is Microsoft? Producing no, no. no a I'm just saying. Game? Like I'm saying, it seems like these badgers are like a badge in a video game. <laughs> I think that's exactly what they are. They're, it's like a reward structure. Okay. I mean, they're what called badgers. Click on that. What contribution do I have to make to earn a badge? <laughs> what? That's funny. There, there's a reason why these call, these guys are called badgers. Yeah, because they're, they're supposed to be like badges, they're a badge. But but because they're scarce and they're on the blockchain, now they're worth something, right? Well, yeah, but that's the way it works. No, I, okay. And so the news here is like a Microsoft, Microsoft is buying it. You know, they're buying yeah. into this uh, this whole thing. So so first, content hero badger create at least three valuable Azure content pieces within. Six months, six months for blogs, webinars, and podcasts or events. Wait, first of all, what's Azure? I thought that was a, their uh, cloud platform. It's a cloud platform, yeah. So, so content here. So, what contribution do I have to make to earn a badge? Uh-huh. So, so the first one, which is a content hero badger, is one. Oh, there it is. One content hero. Yeah, one oh. of the badgers here is called the content hero. There's only 250 of them. It says, first thing you can do is create at least three valuable Azure content pieces within six months for blogs, webinars, podcasts, or events. Dude, we should get in on this. I want a badger. <laughs> Let's get some podcast badges, dude. Three valuable Azure content pieces. Okay, so that means a blog, a webinar, and a podcast. Yeah. Right? Okay. So then create tutorials, how-to guides, or simple code that's being shared to others for free in an open GitHub repo. Repo. Oscar could do that. Or get yeah. more badges. Badgers, well, sorry. I don't know if you have to fulfill all these four to get a badge. Oh, yeah. That's a content hero badger. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Or maybe you have to fulfill one of these to get a badge. I don't think so. So, and then the next one, the third dot here, has have generated at least three pull requests that have been merged into our workshop repo. So what is the purpose of this? This, this is to uh, this is to uh, to create more activity on their gamify. cloud network. Correct. Exactly. This is to gamify activity on their network. Not as if like the Azure network doesn't have any activity. <laughs> There's a lot of activity on Azure, but you can you can always have more. I mean, you could always have more. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm thinking that this is some marketing guy's way to like incentivize more use of Azure. Uh, yeah, definitely, and. This is just ways for, uh, I mean, these things could be super valuable. And I mean, that's the whole speculative aspect of the NFT space, man. These, have you seen like some of these chain breakers and shit? Like yeah. how much money they're going for? Yeah. I saw a card. What like, was like $15,000 for a like card? I saw like a $30,000 yeah. one. The dude. fuck? Yeah, man. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> they're, just, they're, that's, no, that's no joke, these NFTs, dude. Some of them. Magic the Gathering. I don't think a single card was was sold for $30,000. Yeah, I think like the rarest one is like a Black Lotus or something like that. Let me look. Let's yeah, look, look it up. And then the, the Yu-Gi-Oh cards, uh, the Blue Eyes White Dragon. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> That's not you the You know Yu-Gi-Oh, dude? I no, I mean, I, I know about <laughs> that particular card. Yeah. Whoa, Casey. Magic the Gathering's Black Lotus sells for 166000 at auction. That's fucking intense. Holy dude. shit. Dude, we should be loading up on these chain breakers, dude. <laughs> God damn See, it. but that's so crazy, man. See, you can't do... Oh, fuck, dude. I mean, I get it, man. Like, you can't do this with digital th- creations because, you know, anybody could just forge one well, yeah, without the, the blockchain. Oh, yeah, yeah. You could do this with a physical card, right? Because it's a tangible thing. 
Yeah. You hold the fucking card, you know, it's there's ways you could prove whether or not it's real or not. Yeah, but I mean you're that holding that physical card, you could do that with digital stuff now. With blockchain, right? Yeah, with blockchain. That um, that's that's pretty much the point I'm making. And the why this is big news is like Microsoft gets it. You know, and they're, they're, they're stepping into this space, yeah. this, this blockchain gaming space. And, like, you, you said it perfectly. They're gamifying their own, like, network, I guess. Yeah, they're trying to gamify act to activity. gain activity yeah. in Azure. Yeah. Whether or not people will give a fuck about this, I don't know. We'll see. Like, how are they going to market this? Or I don't know. It's weird. Like, I just don't understand. Like, if I have a hero badger, why are you going to want it? Dude, it's literally just scarcity, man. Because they're going to keep making more and more and more of these badges, but these OG badges will never be made again. You know? Yeah, I guess. That's the way it is. Just like Pokemon, dude. Like, the rarest cards were always, like, the first editions, right? Yeah. The most valuable cards, the first editions, you know? I just... <laughs> so, with Chain Breakers and, like, Magic the Gathering, there's there's an actual utility to these. Like you can use them. Yeah, chain breakers. Yeah, it's it's an actual in-game and what card. Is this, I think. What is this black lotus thing? Is this this it's is a like a card? Th- it's a card. Yeah. Yeah. Click on it. Let me uh, actually let me bring, bring it up it here. Up. <laughs> you. S- it's called a black lotus. Yeah. Magic gathering. There you go. There it is. The guy holding it. Dude, he's fucking wearing gloves, dude. That's how awesome that thing is. <laughs> it's like, I cannot taint this card. Not even a little bit. Actually, he, he's, he shouldn't even be handling it like that. It should be like in a case. Yeah, it should be, yeah. So the rare Black Lotus, the most sought-after Magic the Gathering card, recently sold for 166000 That's more than twice what a similar card sold for in July last year. Jesus. 1993. And See? was part of the very first very printing first, exactly. of Magic cards ever made. Fuck, man. The Alpha Set. See, that's why people like in Decentraland show up in droves for these like early NFTs and shit. Yeah. Because they're true. thinking the same thing, man. Like if this, if DCL blows up like 5, 10, 15 years from now, these like, things are going to be... Oh, you have a black mask? <laughs> <laughs> you got that Jason mask? <laughs> like, What? Like, even, it doesn't matter. Like, I mean, it's just a flower, dude, but I guess there weren't very many of them made or something. They're pretty rare. What's it do? It says, add three mana of any single color of your choice to your mana pool. Then is discarded. <laughs> Tapping this artifact can be played as an interrupt. That sounds OP as fuck, dude. That's a lot of mana. <laughs> you ever play Magic the Gathering? Uh, I mean... I've never played, no. I don't... I, don't. I play a little is bit. It, is it, like, Heartstones or anything like that? Or how does it... I mean, it's the same, same concept. The Hearthstone, you know, hijacked the concept of it. Like, it's like a turn-based card game, right? Like, yeah. I think it's you... like even Pokemon had a turn-based card game. Yeah. But I think, yeah, Magic's like... I don't know. You'd have to ask somebody else. I'm not a fucking expert on that. But, yeah, that's the Azure news. <laughs> you know, it's cool. It's cool. And yeah. it validates Engine as the platform to, like, you know, register these assets, I guess, on the blockchain. I'm still not 100% sure how the engine token functions, but... So the content hero has 250 versus the maker, which has 10,000? Yeah. So Maker must be a lot easier. See, he only has two requirements. Any participant who completes a specific challenge at a hackathon, open hack, or boot camps, and hands, hands-on for hands-on... 
work with Azure without guided instructions. Applicable also to hardware hackathons, IoT. So I guess any like participant in anything gets mm -hmm. a maker badger. Yeah, sure. Content hero. Community. That's like that's something that we could do. <laughs> and, and it has the, the rarest of of them all, right? I guess. No, inclusive leader is the rarest. But two hundred fifty. Hey, I'm down, dude. We're gonna try to <laughs> get a con. Dude, it's probably already like over. Somebody probably claimed all of them. Yeah. But see, you start speculating, man. Like immediately, we're already speculating about the future value of these things. They're fucking stupid looking badgers on like you know on the on the screen, but yeah. We started like we, <laughs> we like immediately pull up Black Lotus. Like holy shit, what if this happens? You know. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. What do they do? Magic Gathering was like the most successful card game in the world. You know, what the fuck is these things gonna do? Yeah, for sure. That's the thing. If 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 you get these like rare digital assets tied to like a successful game, yeah, like probably like Chain Breakers or something like that, then you're on to something. Yeah, can you imagine like Chain Breakers like adopts these? NFTs for their game, like these are like OP. <laughs> <laughs> they just come in one day, like fucking ten thousand mana. Yeah, like, fucking just wreck shit. Huh, dude, I, that's what I'm saying. Like Nintendo needs to hop on this blockchain stuff. Well, po that's Pokemon, the news, dude. Like well, Microsoft is, they're they're breaking the barrier, dude. It's not a joke no more. Yeah, Pokemon Everyone should. Pokemon will like dominate everything blockchain, like dominate it. Mm -hmm. Ah man. All right, your favorite topic here, dude. No, you you take that one. <laughs> <laughs> we're still on the rundown. We we took way too long on yeah, that. We, <laughs> we spent like fifteen. Like minutes we're, on we're, that. But we're trying to understand, like, what the hell? I mean, we're new here, folks. You know, we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to figure out how to do this whole news shit. Oh shit! But we're gonna keep. We're gonna nail it one day. I'm telling you, we're gonna have like awesome music going. Like, we should have like news music. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, what's right. going on with Brave? So now, Brave passes 10 million monthly active users and sees 19% growth since 1.0 launch. Okay. See, the reason why I... Dude, this is just good news for a dApp. Yeah. I just like seeing dApps successful, you know? So we were talking about this uh, a couple of days ago. We talk about Brave and Bad a lot, actually. Yeah, we do. We do. Well, mostly because you actually actively use the thing. Hell yeah, dude. I'm using yeah. it right now, right now. There you go. See? You're you're part of this chart, dude. Yeah, I am. <laughs> That's good. So there's, uh, so we were kind of talking about, sort of debating on like what's what's the attraction of Brave, and yeah. I'm thinking it's like the utility of not seeing ads all the time. You don't, but, see, you don't mean, see ads on YouTube. You don't see ads on any website. All the ads are gone. Yeah, that is nice. So because even like on Chrome, like some sites somehow get past this ad blocker. They get know? past it, and and like Forbes will not even let you go exactly. into Forbes. Yeah, that's how Forbes. they do it. They're yeah. just like, you got to turn this bitch off, or you can't see our content. Yeah, but if you use Brave, it's like all right. Forbes I'm, I'm sold. Yeah. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I've been waiting for, but yeah, that's already better. And so, the, so the other thing about Brave is that you can opt to view their curated ads, and you get paid to view them. Oh yeah, in Brave. Yeah, see, my thing is, like, I mean, you're not, it's, it's not even, like. It's not, but the thing is, it's still a cryptocurrency. It's still tradable on the blockchain, on, on an exchange. True. And one day, that crypto could be worth a dollar, and you might have, like, thousands stored up. See, I can almost envision a feature, like, I think Brave is, like, the first iteration of this, where, like, people are getting rewarded to do something that's, like, not, you know, 
favorable or something. My point is there's probably going to be a lot of things that offer like free cryptocurrency rewards for doing some task. Oh, you know? for sure. Yeah. Sit things like voice. Apparently you can earn cryptocurrency for like having like hot tweets or whatever or hot, yeah. hot opinions. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck. We don't know, but yeah, that's next on the rundown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. So like, I, I'm shitting on Brave because this is just one platform that's giving you dust. Yeah. But if more platforms adopt this, uh, I guess what you call it, I don't like, even know if it's a business model or what. Yeah. It's just, it's just business it model, yeah. If more platforms do it, this dust can add into like a nice little pile. Yeah, for know? sure. So I shouldn't shit on like, it so hard. It's like uh, like like you're saying voice. Like you, whenever you voice something. Like you're, you, <laughs> there you go. You get <laughs> you voice something. Yeah, you that's get. That's what they spent thirty million dollars for. <laughs> that's <laughs> so yeah. That's you can voice something. Uh, and if people like your and they want to revoice your 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 thoughts. Yeah. I mean, uh, you get paid for that revoice, I guess. Uh, we don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even beta phase yet, but uh, yeah, I guess we'll move on to that. But yeah, yeah let's, good, let's, good for bat, dude. Bat's good shit. Yeah, you should use it, dude. I don't know. understand why, why you're not using it. It's dude, like I still have a freaking look. Galaxy S7, dude. That's just <laughs> my nature, man. I just, I'm horrible. Look at this. 127,000 ads and trackers blocked. That's hot. 1,000 HTTPS upgrades. Mm-hmm. And then 1.8 hours estimated time saved by blocking all those ads. So this whole time I've been using Brave, I've <sighs> saved myself almost two hours of, like, loading time. Yeah, I don't know why I don't. Yeah, I fucking hate ads, too, which is crazy. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm actually stupid. <laughs> <laughs> or stubborn. I'm not sure. But, yeah. Anyways, next on the rundown list. Now we're going to the $30 million domain. Yes. Voice.com. Okay, we've been waiting for this for so fucking long. Yeah, I dude. Think, we signed, we, up, we for, signed up in June or July. Yeah. And we've heard nothing until yesterday. Which okay, so that's a good like five month like silence. Yeah, they ghosted us for like four or five months, dude. We signed up for this early beta access, not even like emails, just to keep us like in the loop from kind of like community shit. Nothing. And yeah. now we so, got it. We have a date. Yeah, so we have a road to the beta, and February fourteenth, twenty twenty. That's when beta invites start going out. Very nice. That's not. Oh wait, what? Yep. So they're gonna launch the beta. Yeah. So there's gonna be something you could log into and use. And use, yeah. Interesting. Dude, we gotta be the first ones on there, dude. I'm I'm down. Voicing and like dude, every, gotta, every thought, everything. 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 Because like right now we're struggling to find like a presence on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we're like late to the game, dude. Yeah. Like Twitter's been out there. But voice, dude, yeah, we could be like the first ones on there and voice our opinions. Dude, the whole everybody on voice is gonna be like crypto focused. Exactly, that's the thing we were looking at. Like, should we post these our podcasts on these like decentralized YouTube platforms? There's something called there's DTube, I think. Yeah, there's some a couple other ones, but yeah, you go to those sites and like it's it's mostly like crypto. Yeah, crypto posting. Yeah, talk. Know? Yeah, because you know people. I mean, what would bring YouTube. the masses though? Dude, like that's why my, would that's my general question for like, everything? Man. Why would anyone, a general person that doesn't know anything about cryptocurrency, use voice over Twitter? Like, there's got to be some that person. I, I, maybe their go to market strategy is like attracting people who care about their data. It's definitely that, and they want to own their data and they want to get paid for their data. So instead of tweeting, they voice. There's a small niche for that, and then there's those people who are being silenced on Twitter. Yeah, you could you can market to them. Be like, hey, we have a new alter- alternative. Yeah, that's true. It's gonna come down to how they market this platform, dude. 
Because this is like a, this, you know, this. See, and this came from Dan Larimer. He created BitShares. <coughs> created it's true. EOS. Steam it. Steam it. Which is a social media platform. And and these are generally like active projects. Yeah, I'm not sure, sure how much these days, but, you know. Well, you go to steamit.com and. Is this still active? Yeah, man. Okay. Let's find out. Damn, look at that. See? Someone made a hundred bucks. Yeah. That's freaking cool. Yeah. Nine nine. What nine, is it nine, though? These are like blog posts, right? Yeah, these are blog posts. Fuck yeah, dude. Look at that. She's just like some some regular person, I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know anything about her, but she looks She's AI, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this person made what is it? Hundred and two dollars. For a thousand Fuck, dude. Okay, so like, where's the money coming from? Well, if you're on Steemit, like you, I think you automatically get Steemit coins, and so there's like they have their own like little. You get like Steemit coins economy. to to vote for yeah. content, yeah, which you don't have to pay for. Correct. So it's like some kind of like UBI structure. They're just like handing people like pretty much, yeah. So where the fuck's all that money coming from? Is it just like, um, it's like inflation or something? Something like that. I I, I yeah. used to know this stuff because I, I, I was I was participating in Steemit for like a day or two. Oh yeah, and then I stopped. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm pretty sure however Steemit works, voice is gonna work eerily similar. Yeah. Considering it was made by the same motherfuckers. <clears throat> but you know what? I like I shit on it like initially because you know, four billion dollar ICO. We're expecting something greater than this, but. I don't know, man. It's actually not a bad idea, considering how like toxic Twitter's become. Yeah, and for like sure. controlled, corporate controlled. Yeah, absolutely. There's absolutely a need for an alternative, and if if there's something that's gonna like display the importance of decentralization, it's it's this. Yeah, you know. Hopefully, it works. What else on the rundown? All right, the last one we got here is France announces digital currency venture crypto bulls roar. There we go. We've been talking about this on the podcast, too. We're just making random predictions. We've always been saying, like, dude, everyone's going to have their own digital currency. Yeah. So yeah. France is next. Yeah. So or this is, uh, let's see. So the outlet reports via Twitter, the Bank of France's governor, Francois Villeroy de Gallo. Yeah, don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> Said in a recent statement that his organization will start running experiments rapidly on digital assets and will launch a call for projects uh, before the end of the first quarter of 2020. Literally just three or four months away. So, so I guess the country is calling for projects on on blockchain stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's following suit after like China made their big stance on the ground, right? Like, this is no joke anymore. Like I think China is setting the tone, man. Yeah. You know? So, th- so this is a tweet from Rhythm. It uh-huh. says, uh, "France's central bank will launch tests on its own digital currency by next year. Within a decade, governments, banks, and corporations went from laughing at the idea of Bitcoin to trying to imitate it." See, that's the thing. See, yeah, this is they're, they're not embracing Bitcoin at all. These, these. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. That's yeah because they want to. They want to control, man. It's like yeah. I, what did the pomp say? 
So, whoa, France's central bank will be launching a digital currency just a matter of time before every central bank per- pursues this strategy. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin has the one advantage, advantage that these central banks can't copy, though. Separation of state and money created by true decentralization. Exactly. The people are not going to use centralized coins if they know anything about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Right? If if they're a bunch of, like, people who are getting into, like, hex, then they pre- pretty much don't care what they get into. <laughs> Yeah. So then why do you think they're doing this? Like what benefits is it's just I trackable currency or what? That I, I there's obviously benefits benefits for any country to get into cryptocurrency. Uh you can mitigate a lot of uh drug cartels. I mean, if they use it, which they won't because it's trackable, right? So like it doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> but these are all going to be stable coins obviously. They're not going to put out like some Fucking volatile, speculative <laughs> crypto euro or some shit like that. Yeah. So like, then how's I, it gonna function? It's just backed by fiat, basically. It's yeah, yeah. It's just fiat pegged stable coins, essentially. Yeah. It's whatever, what whatever asset. Do. Let's say, let's say a country has like a lot of diamonds, <laughs> and yeah. maybe that asset is gonna back their their cryptocurrency. Yeah, Iran already did that. I think with gold. Yeah, that's right. there's that's speculation. Right. Russia's been doing it. And China's gonna do it. Yeah. You know. Why the fuck not? Hmm. If anything, this is all bad for the the U.S. dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the big news here. U.S. dollar, man, is looking more and more, like, there's, outdated. You know what? With all this DeFi stuff, there's and, – and the situation with the U.S. dollar and all these cryptocurrencies popping up, there's even less incentive to keep your money in fiat currency. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you do that? Well, to store your wealth in fiat for sure. Yeah. Why the fuck would you do that? Yeah, it's it's that's making like less and less sense. Like every day, that's probably like the riskiest thing to hold your wealth yes. into. In yeah. a way, you know, it's like if you if you if you compared Bitcoin with the U.S. dollar, like pound for pound, like feature for feature, like the fiat current fiat, like the U.S. dollar continues to increase in supply while Bitcoin has a stagnant supply. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like if the USD was a was a coin that we were thinking about investing, like that would be the stupidest decision. The USD. Well, I mean, but the whole world in a way does. Well, know? they did. Well, that was the only option they had, right? They didn't have like think about it. If uh if Bitcoin was one of the options when they were deciding on the world reserve currency, they would not have selected the U.S. dollar. Uh, apparently not, dude, because they they ditched gold. You know. Yeah. Well, I guess you're right. It's just yeah, the American right. economy was so strong at the time. You know, it's kind of like. Yeah, if you think about it, if yeah, I guess the economy was so strong in USD, they're like, okay, well, let's just yeah use that as a reserve. It's like this is a definitely a it's stable like, country that has a lot of power and probably not going anywhere anytime soon. It's like That's the all English their currency. The English language is like the Earth's. National or Earth's na- uh, language, right? It's like I mean, you would think so. I mean, I don't know the numbers on that, but it's probably like Chinese, actually. But no, no. But oh, you mean like it's like more ubiquitous? I think is what you're saying. Well, it's, it's like widespread. Yeah, like with English, you could pretty much go to any country and, and sort of survive. Yeah, you can't do that. You like can't do that with any other language. That's true. What's the point of that? Though? Well, the point, the point, <laughs> yeah. What was the point of that? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, I was, I was we, saying we, that we're awesome. <laughs> attributing, attributing the value of the U.S. dollar because it's like, 
it's being used in more locations than any other currency. Oh yeah, that's sure. that's why it became the world reserve currency. Yeah, kind of like English is the world reserve language. True, but yeah, like I keep saying, man, like these day, these days are numbered. American yeah, supremacy. Oh, for sure it supremacy? is supremacy. I mean, I don't, I don't like saying that as an American, but dude, I mean, the paintings on the wall. <laughs> fuck. We're so screwed in so, so many ways. So who are we interviewing in uh, in about thirty days? Hopefully, hopefully, like nothing, you know, shifts. But we got Andreas on the on the docket. Yeah. So part of our mythical creature. Yeah, segment. man, no shit, right? Like we had like a freaking a whale <laughs> list, and he's on the whale list. And I wasn't anticipating that for like a, at least a few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but somehow Will got a hold of him, and he's down. So yeah. So we're gonna be interviewing Andreas on December thirtieth. So if you have any questions for him, let us know on Discord, on YouTube. Make it Twitter. a good one, too. Not like, what is Bitcoin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're not going to be asking him, you know, dumb questions like that. Well, that's not a dumb question. It's, just, it's been It's been, it's asked, been answered. Like, well, it's been asked and been answered. Yeah, like, everyone knows. If you don't know, like, just look it up. You'll find yeah. the answer to it. Like, just <laughs> and so Andreas reasons. actually answers that question in, like, his YouTube stuff. So Yeah, of course. So hopefully we can come up with a nice little conversation with him. I think we got like 30 minutes with him, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hopefully we get some more people on here. I think for 2020, man. That's the year, dude. We're going to like steam like a motherfucker, dude. 100%. There's so much because like things are going to pick up in 2020. We're not going to see like a massive bull market. But yeah, we're, we're not. I don't think we're going to see anything bearish like we have been seeing for yeah. the last two years. 2020 is going to start with a $7,000 Bitcoin and it's going to end with like a $14,000 Bitcoin. It's gonna end. <laughs> Probably we're, we might like see that. like eighteen or nineteen thousand at some point in twenty twenty. Yeah, but it's gonna end at fourteen. My point is, yeah, we're not gonna see like lows anymore in twenty twenty. No, think. for sure. I don't absolutely think. not. We're so n- we're definitely not going to thirty thousand dollars in twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's nonsense. So my thinking is, you know, the market's <laughs> gonna start ramping up. So so are we? You know, because there's gonna be more shit to cover. It's gonna be more interest in the space, so it's yeah, kind of like our, sure. our job is to provide some content and some, uh, you know, spread some knowledge out, and hopefully, hopefully we do that. Yeah, I think we do. Yeah, it's exciting. I, I mean, job. dude, blue eyes, white dragon, man, he's coming. Yeah, I don't know why you keep using that. What is that a reference to? <laughs> the Yu-Gi-Oh fucking card, blue eyes, white dragon. Come yeah, on, man, man. let me let me just Google it for you. <laughs> I'll just Google the the phrase, and it will tell you. <laughs> Okay. Is that like the rarest Yu-Gi-Oh or something? Yeah, it's got to be, right? Watch. Boom. Damn. 500 bucks and it's used. <laughs> 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 Fuck me, man. Oh shit. Well, I guess they're all used, right? Unless you're like still in the seal in the box. Yeah, let me just get a clear <laughs> image of this thing. Dude, card games were so popping back in the game. Yeah, they were, man. It was crazy. That's it. Blue eyes, white dragon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 no, but for, yeah, that's cool. I like it, actually. It's a good representation. Yeah, like we have, like, he's one of them, Andreas. Or or if you've seen uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, is the the Great White Buffalo? Nope. <laughs> nope, <laughs> I've not seen that. You, you have not seen Hot Tub Time Machine. No, dude. Oh my god, I am not dude. even like remotely interested in seeing oh that either. 
<laughs> Come on, man. That's impossible, dude. dude that's like a movie you would love. You think so? Yeah, dude. I don't believe you. Oh, shit. I can't believe you haven't seen that movie, dude. Yeah. Anyways, I, I get the reference now. Yeah. You know, it's one of those guests you, you would think, like, it's impossible to get, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But we're getting them. Hopefully we got some cool shit to say. Um, Who else is on our list? Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to come in January, dude. There you see. <laughs> <laughs> Keep working your magic, Willis. Fucking uh, shit. Um, so, yeah, so we got Andreas and... Uh, we got a lot more coming up, man. We're trying to get more more guests on on the podcast. Yeah, we. But we're, and, we're and ultimate goal is really to interview these guys in person. We can't do this like remotely. You don't think so? I mean, we can, but it's not as valuable and is interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not as aesthetically pleasing, obviously. Yeah, for <laughs> like sure. some people, they'll call in, they have like shit tier audio or something, <laughs> you know, or shit tier video quality. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, it is what it is, man. Like. Logistics of meeting these people is like, how would you do it? We'd have to like pay for them to like fly, like meet us. No, no, not necessarily. Or we could fly to them. Oof. Giving <laughs> 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 that's a motherfucker. Yeah, I mean that would be the end game. They're pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, know? man. That I'm would down be, for that. It, it it creates a a a more like tighter relationship. Like whenever you need something, like they're there, dude. What do you mean? Yeah, like for, what, for anything. Like, like emotional support? <laughs> what? Like, what are they going to give you, dude? It's going to be the same shit. You're going to sit down with them. We're going to yap it up for like 30, 40 minutes. And then yeah, but then let's say, let's say we interview like MKBHD. And like it's it's a great interview, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, yo, Marcus, can you hook us up with Elon? He's like, yeah, sure. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's like networking. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We don't have a very good network yet. And then he's like, hey, Elon, you got to talk to these guys. They're like crypto experts. You, you should sit down with them. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, we're like at SpaceX, like following them around with a microphone, and then we're uncovering. and talking about crypto. <laughs> Every time I hear like an Elon interview at, interviewer ask him about crypto, he seems so disinterested. Like he gives zero fucks about that. I, I have just, never seen anybody ask him about crypto. I have. Look it up. No way, dude. I swear to God, he's like, I, <laughs> I can't. I can't do an Elon Musk impression. <laughs> One day I'll, I'll bust that out, but that's yeah. a tough one. Dude, you look it up on YouTube, you fool. What are you doing? Well, here it is, right here. This is Google, dude. Uh, no. Paper money's going away. <laughs> uh, Elon Musk just revealed how many Bitcoins he has. Zero. I remember that. It's a specific... Okay, man. Oh, uh, Dogecoin memes on Twitter. Nah, fool. Yeah, dude. Hold on, let me look him up. He's not. He's not not interested in crypto. He's just... He's more interested about going to Well, Mars. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's got way bigger fish to fry. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, crypto is like nothing compared to Mars, well, dude. look. It's right there. Elon Musk podcast where he discusses Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. It's only three minutes long. It's oh, shit. Right we'll end it on this. A little Elon Quick snippet. Question for the, it's a little bit off topic, but it's in the news or it's becoming more in the news. Uh, so it's about crypto, crypto assets, crypto, uh, you know. Um, uh-huh. Crypto, uh, seriously? Chris, See? seriously, ha. seriously, very seriously. Ha. I think you and Jack Dorsey have chatted a bit uh, recently about this, right? Bitcoin and Ethereum scammers were so rampant on on uh, Twitter that I, I said to just join in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
I said like 1.1 buy some Bitcoin. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. And then I got my account got suspended. Didn't you like just say like ETH once or like Ethereum or something? No, he said try to sell Doge. Bitcoin or something. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought he said Ethereum wow. or ETH. Yeah, I think he said so, ETH. <laughs> and like the world went crazy. He's like, oh my god, he knows we exist. <laughs> Although, given your history in the payments ecosystem, it would be very interesting to know if you agree with Jack and there is going to be one native. Uh, cryptocurrency when it comes to the internet. He thinks it's Bitcoin. It's, it's interesting. I have some friends of mine that are really involved in crypto. I mean, I think like the Bitcoin structure was quite brilliant. Yeah, it seems like there's some merit to Ethereum as well and, and maybe some of the others. But, you know, I'm not sure. It's like, I'm not sure that it would be a good use of Tesla resources to get involved in crypto. I mean, we're really just trying to accelerate the advent of sustainable energy. You know what? And, Hold on. I mean, I'll I think actually finish, one of the downsides of crypto is that it, computationally, it's like quite energy intensive. So like there had to be some kind of constraint on the creation of crypto. So, but it's very energy intensive to create like the incremental Bitcoin at this point. Yeah. But at the, at, by the same time, there were $1.3 trillion worth of transactions in Bitcoin. And we don't see it here because it's not for pizza or Coke. It, it's business uh -huh. to business Might in Africa. Coke. <laughs> Coke. <laughs> yeah. But we think it is business to business in Africa where it is prohibitively expensive to convert from one nation's currency to another. You have to go through the dollar. And the, I mean, it really is very important to it's money over IP for them. It's free yeah. transmission of money. And that's yeah. really important to opening up the world. And, you know, it, you know, yeah. it bypasses currency controls. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. well, and uh, yeah. yeah. It, I, paper money is going away. Yes. Um, and crypto is a far better way to transfer value than, than pieces of paper. That's for sure. Without a doubt. That has its pros and cons. Just to clarify, Tesla's not going to start selling Bitcoin. Anytime. No, we're not. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, re I remember this conversation. Everyone thought that. You do? Yeah. No. So, yeah, it's like no, these... Well, uh, we, we thank you so much. These ladies for doing sitting this. around with thank Elon. Thank you for just doing that's, what you're doing hot. to change yeah. the world and make it a better place. <laughs> As a matter of fact... Yeah, that's what we're doing in terms of it. No, seriously. I always think of but what I was going to bring up is um, he, the point where he said he doesn't think Tesla resources should be you know allocated to anything within the crypto space, I guess is what he's saying. But... I have a one of my favorite tokens oh, in 2017 was Power yeah, Ledger. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It was supposed to be on our rundown list, but somehow we fucked that up. Well, it's actually <laughs> right here. So it's oh, okay. Uh, so let me bring it up. Yeah, Power Ledger. If you don't know, was, like I said, it was one of my top investments in 2017. I fucking love this project. It's it's a fantastic project, dude. It makes yeah. so much sense. Hell yeah, Power Ledger. So what they're doing is. Uh, they're converting um, energy into tokens. So let's say you have a house. In your house, um, let's say you, you collect more sun energy than your house consumes. Right? Yeah. And you With have solar panels, yeah, which you, is like a Tesla product. Yeah, exactly. Or solar city, whatever. So you have all this extra energy with no use, right? So you can sell it back and for, for currency, and people can buy that with, yeah. their, with other cryptocurrency. It's basically digitizing energy. And that way, instead of like, yeah, what are you like? You're giving it all back to the power companies, right? You're selling it to people a, a lot cheaper like than open, a power company. Yeah, an open marketplace. You can yeah. literally be like, you can have like a, a community, like a neighborhood pool of excess energy. Be like, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Like, bro, like I know I need some more power, you know. And then yeah. you got like a neighbor is like, dude, I'm out of town for like two weeks. You can have some of mine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you make a little bit of side cash. Yeah, you know. 
Dude, How badass is that? That that is super badass. And that's that's such a brilliant like utilization of the blockchain. And I guess this this news is uh they got this project's based out of Australia, and Australia has been like tinkering with this idea for so long. I think because Australia has like energy problems or something like that, they have yeah. like major blackouts often. Yeah, I think even Elon Musk spent some time building batteries over there, like massive motherfucking battery farms or something. Yep, trying right. to help that problem. So, um, this is pretty cool stuff. You can bring up the chart. Yeah, I'm gonna bring up Power Ledger. Definitely a project to keep an eye on. <clears throat> All right, let's see where this thing's at. Yeah, dude, it's been a while since I checked this chart. All right, here we go. Wow. Wow. Looks pretty similar, don't it? Yeah. Dude, if that's not a bottom, I don't know what it is. Look at that. That's, that's <laughs> Dude, that's such a bottom, dude. That's lower than when it started. Yeah. What, what, yeah, dude. Holy fuck. It's like, it looks like BitConnect, dude. Yeah, like, uh, it looks like a dead project, but it's not. That's what no, I'm saying. It's, it's definitely not. You've got governments, like, incorporating this into, like, their, uh, you know. So, at its high, at, at, its, at its peak, it was 13,000 Satoshis. Yeah. Right now, it's at 530 Satoshi. Mm. Unreal, dude. Unreal, this market, dude. It is. It's fucking insane. <laughs> See, but would you, I mean, would you buy Power Ledger to speculate on? That doesn't. I would. It's like a utility coin, man. It's like. See, if that's, there's, that's, that's true. If there's nobody, if there's no solar panels connected to this network, so to speak, mm-hmm. then it's it's a useless coin. Well, that's the whole, that's why it went up so high in value, right? People were speculating that this technology is so, like, revolutionary. And obviously, well, you like, know the what? trend of, like, solar power is, like, is, you is know growing what? every year. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense to go in now because once people, st- once companies like Tesla and all these other companies start adopting Power Ledger, mm-hmm. shit, that, yeah. that's 500 sats is going to be nothing. That's exactly what, what, what this is, dude. You have to, like, make that judgment call on your own with, like, any investment. That's true. That's what investing is, essentially. You got to do the fundamental research. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of, like, uh, side factors. You can't just look at Power Ledger white paper and, like, make a decision. Like you said, you got to look at what Tesla's doing. Yeah. Like, at the adoption rate of these solar panels and, like, the cost of these solar panels. Is it going to become commercially viable? All this stuff. Yeah. yeah. How governments are going to regulate this, et cetera, et cetera. Then you got to make a decision, man. You got to pull the trigger and be like, fuck, I think this is, like, a no-brainer if, you know. It's like a decentralized power company. Like, you could get your power from a centralized source where they're going to, like, jack up the prices. Yeah, dude, power companies are the worst. Yeah, dude. They fucking suck so much ass. And not only that, if you put a solar panel on your house, you can participate in this market. Yeah. And you can sell the energy that you extract from the sun. Yeah. Like, dude, this is, like, this is great. Yeah. I I mean, I really like this. It's going to help the adoption of solar, I think, in a way. If you could sell to... You sell the idea to homeowners, like, not only are you, you know, living off the grid in a way, you're producing your own energy yeah. source, you know, you're, you're producing a potential source of income. Yeah, hell yeah, you know? dude. Who the fuck then, wouldn't do that? And especially, like, the Tesla, like, they have, like, these badass shingles now. Dude, yeah. <laughs> and then, dude, if you have a farm, you buy a whole bunch of solar panels, and then you can sell in this market. Oh, shit. I dude. didn't even think about that. It's like buying a bunch of Teslas to go and pick up people automatically, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Dude, man, the future, man, it's, it's interesting. There's too much shit, dude. It is. There's there's <laughs> way too much shit. But that's why I like the rundown. Now we're like getting into shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna do this every week. We're gonna like find like five to ten topics to like just run down through. Yeah, and if there's, there's if tons of news happening every week. It's just kind of like. Yeah, it's hard to stay like ahead of it. Super alert, yeah. But if you guys are listening right now, you guys are s- freaking ahead of the game. Ridiculously ahead. Like you're super ahead. You're like paying attention when nobody else is paying attention. Yeah. Which is that's that's a big deal because at least you know that there's this going to be this huge run up in about 2 years, 2 to 3 years. Oh, and we didn't even talk about the other guy. We'll save that for next time. Well, other guy, the guy that was that made that prediction about Bitcoin and oh Benjamin, I think. Yeah, the delay. Yeah, I sent him a message. Hopefully, he actually does come on our podcast. I sent him. I sent him an invite, I guess. Yeah. To come on our podcast to kind of because he has like. I mean, we'll pro- I'll probably we'll probably promote his channel anyways if he doesn't come on because he has like insane insight, uh, analytical experience, I guess, with analyzing trends and stuff. Yeah, he pretty much analyzed that the peak of Bitcoin won't happen at the end of 2021 like most people are predicting. It's true. Yeah. And it's going to be like a huge delay, which is what I predicted. And, and he, he came to that conclusion based on... Based on like, like angles and charts and all Literally that like, uh, like ROI to like days... Uh, fuck. Days till, pe- till the peak. Yeah. The bottom to the peak. And, and then he did that for like the last three Bitcoin cycles and he noticed a like a like a, a trend. degree a degree of separation between each yeah. peak and whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he used that data and then he, he put it He extrapolated it for the future and pretty much puts it like a at a hundred and twenty thousand dollar Bitcoin by the end of twenty twenty two. Yeah, which, which is, is like about a, a, year. a year later than what we've been Predicting, yeah, and know. I think I think he's he's a hundred percent correct because yeah. of the linear regression curve of Bitcoin. Yeah, as as it as time goes on, the price of Bitcoin begins to stabilize, mm-hmm. and you're not going to see these huge fluctuations of three hundred five hundred percent anymore. Yeah, you're going to see uh, more like 10, 20 x. So t- I think to based on his model, it'll probably be like a forty x is is yeah like the peak a forty x from from this current low, which is around three thousand. To his projected peak, which is around 120,000. Yeah. So, but yeah, I really liked his uh, insight. I mean, we'll, we'll, his channel will be in the description. Yeah. I want to throw that in there. Yeah. Uh, good shit. Uh, hopefully, it comes on the podcast because I also want to talk to you about Nano because um, that's insight. another one that we need to talk about. There's so much. <laughs> but all right. So, uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and uh, like and subscribe on YouTube. And uh, we'll be here uh, next week. Follow up with more information. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. Also, reach out to us on Twitter at theblockrunner. <laughs>